Hello. It's, it's and a shambles already. <laughs> already. We already started. It's a shambles. Hello and welcome to Box Cutters Special Edition Bravo. Yes, that's right. We're using the NATO, NATO radio alphabet. Mm. My name is Josh Canal. To my left, Ross McQueen. Hey, hey. And to my right, Brett Cropley. A very warm good evening, viewers. Now, uh, just so the listeners know, when we get to the end of this show... Which is you're many hours away from that, folks. But uh, Happy New Year! <laughs> when we get to the end of the show, uh, we're going to be in the middle of a segment, and we're just going to stop talking and cut to black, and have a few seconds of black. Nice, yeah, nice. Yeah, as, a, as a tribute, that is very appropriate. Mm. But, uh, of course, you're, you're referring to the last episode of Dancing with the Stars this year. <laughs> this is, of course, our show where we talk about all the things television for 2007. We talk about although. That- we talk Brett about the might good be times. trying to throw in little bits and pieces of news he as might. we go. <laughs> talk about the good times, talk about the bad times. Uh, you know, we'll be by your side forevermore. That's what <laughs> friends are for. That's what Box Cutters is for. I want to say up front right now, other than this disclaimer, there will be no mention of the surgeon in this episode <laughs> of Box Cutters. That's my disclaimer. Oh, because you, you talked we about would nothing like but last to believe you. We would like to believe you. How good is no, 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 no <laughs> not even going to do it for jokes. Let's <laughs> kick things off with the year in review. You to box we should have mentioned. Sorry, before we start, we should have mentioned this show will be divided into two halves. Yes, the, the first th- half will just be. Well, uh, the three of us. It'll be two parts. We're not sure which oh, is going to be the heavier oh, yet. Oh, oh, finickety. Well, let's say let's say two quality halves. <laughs> so not 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 time wise, but quality wise, yeah. they'll be equal. They'll be balanced. <laughs> Are you talking about sometime over the next twelve months? We'll have two quality halves. <laughs> <laughs> if you average it out, I'm sure. And, and, it, and if the second half looks to be a little better, we'll go back and re-record some of the first half just to up the quality. <laughs> yes. So, uh, so this, this first half, we're, we're doing a look at the year of television. Yes, just the three of us. Just the three of us. And then we'll have some special guests in. Yes. And so, I'm very excited about that because they're coming in uh, Royal Rumble wrestling style. Well, in a re- case. <laughs> it's reverse Royal Rumble yeah. style. Why is that? Because Royal Rumble, everyone starts in the ring oh, and then gets of? kicked out. What's the one where they come in every two or three minutes? Oh, I don't reverse Royal Rumble. <laughs> I don't know. Royal Rumble is the one where they all start in the ring and then get kicked out and last oh, man standing. So here ring. I was thinking it was the one where you know you start with one person and then they all come in and it's the last man standing. Well, that's every other oh, match. Maybe, maybe where, where first you get the manager in with the, the folding chair and no, then no, no, the, but the, this, this, the Hart this brothers come in from off stage. This is this is the whole of the roster come in on the bell and they have to draw straws because maybe you have a, a large advantage maybe I've never last. seen the start of the Royal Rumble <laughs> you can well, just come in I just come in I just like to see people get kicked out and what you're thinking of there is the Hart Foundation yes Brett yes <laughs> yes uh, Brad and uh, oh, no Brett Hart and who was the other Hart uh, Jimmy Hart was the, he, uh, his the manager brother. his brother yeah, yeah. But, he, they he the heart, yeah. but they were the heart but they were the heart foundation. <laughs> well, I, I'm playing the part of uh, Jake. No, not Jake the Snake. Uh, Ricky the, the Dragon Steamboat. <laughs> okay, you do what you want. We're looking Josh at Carole, the- Andre the Giant. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll have to be Goldberg. <laughs> See, I jumped in quick enough <laughs> to get my somebody. Where she just got, I, I just got Andre the Giant. <laughs> I don't know who he was I'd rather so lovable. It's, I, I'm sure, and I'm sure in Brett's mind, he was tossing up. Is he Andre the Giant? Is he George the Animal Steel? <laughs> no, he, he was he was out there 
Anyway, two out there. Andre the Giant was very lovable, very big man, <laughs> and quite funny in Princess Bride. <laughs> Enough 1988. Let's, let's, <laughs> let's jump forward to 2007. The what, a, what a big year it's it was! Been. It was a massive. You know, going through putting together my notes, of which I have two pages uh, of just a year in review. Mm. Uh, I realised how much actually happened in it, this box cutters year. It's a huge year. It's a huge year, and I, I hate to, uh, I hate to mention Britney Spears straight off the bat, but no, you don't. <laughs> When when uh, Britney married K-Fed, everybody goes, oh, gold digger. Then pop out a couple of kids. Everyone's thinking, oh, this is just terrible. Poor Britney. Then it turns out that actually K-Fed's the responsible and sensible one. It's the same with Nine and CVC. <laughs> when, when you hear that Nines get taken over by a private equity company, you think, oh, God, what a disaster. But who would have thought that they turned out to be the responsible owner? I know. And actually put Nine back on the right track. I know, and that's that's probably the the biggest kind of business style shock mm. of the year. Mm. Uh, and uh, I, I think there there are so many shocks in this year. So many of them happened in the second half of the year. Uh, of course, it, it was the year where Seven was. I, I mean, this is the thing we talk about: Channel Nine being irresponsible. Mm-hmm. Seven have been in turmoil the entire year, and because their ratings have been so good. We just haven't noticed it. We've we've kind of gone, oh, well, Seven's doing well. What sort of turmoil? Well, they were in court. They still had that court case against uh, against Foxtel, Everybody. Channel 9, Channel 10. <laughs> the known universe. Uh, Optus, whoever you can think of, uh, for, the, for the C7 footy debacle of, what, 29, 80 years ago? But that was C7 as opposed to the Seven Network. No, C7 was owned by the Seven Network. Yes, but it's not the Seven yes, Network. Yes, but Seven was suing. Kerry Stokes. Seven, as an sure, entity, okay, was suing. It, it was Seven mentioned in it, and, that's, and they owned C7 Sport. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, they, they were involved in that. Uh, they had the whole Naomi Robson thing. Mm. Uh, they've had the, this most recent thing with, uh, with Dancing with the Stars. Yeah, poor Daryl. Uh, and they've also thrown a lot of shit on our screens that uh, that sometimes we just don't take much notice of because they're doing... So much else good in terms of ratings. Oh, I, I don't know that they are doing that much else that is good. I think Tuesday night is such a big winner for them. I think that's dragging them through. And Ghost Whisperer. <laughs> well, they also... If you take Tuesday night out, I think uh, the, the years would be very even. Between don't forget, they, they, were, they were showing Lost only a couple of weeks after it was airing in, in the States, which, uh, which wasn't bad form. Mm, but Lost really didn't do anything good for them. Oh, no, it didn't do anything good for mm. them. But that was something good that they did. No, where was mm. that? They were more than a couple of weeks behind. No, they were only a couple of weeks behind to start with. To start with. <laughs> Back in the beginning. Back in the beginning. They were doing all right. You know what else? Uh, Channel 7 paid a squillion, billion, gazillion dollars for the football rights and then just wasted them. Yeah, they really did. The, the, the footy rights didn't do them any good at all. And uh, they, they should have been showing live footy on, uh, on both Friday nights and Sunday and... Uh, I can't remember if they were doing it on Sunday, Sunday, but certainly not Friday nights, which I just think, to pay that much money, it's just a waste. Well, and when they had the rights initially, they were showing live football as often as they could. Mm. They, would show, yeah. they would show a live game. Mm. Uh, if, they, if they had a game that was uh, played in Victoria and played, say, in Western Australia, they would show two live games. Yep. Uh, and sometimes a live game on a Sunday as well. And then they would also have the uh, game of the week uh, that they couldn't show live. 
at seven o'clock on a Saturday night. Yep. And why they haven't continued with with that kind of format, mm. I don't know. Plus, uh, uh, Channel Nine really uh, took the uh, took the the kind of uh, journalism news angle from uh, from Channel Seven as, oh, as far as football as far as football completely. went. Yep. With Footy Confidential being such a, a popular mm-hmm. show and uh, everything mm-hmm. that Seven had with Talking Footy back in the day, gone. And also, Seven lost their credibility with news with that horrible story about the you know the players' private confidential drug records that they splashed all over the news, mm-hmm. which is just just disgraceful and lost them a lot of credibility, uh, both in the community and with um, and with the AFL. Yeah, so so Seven haven't had as great a year as, uh, but, but compared to Channel Nine still having their hair on fire. Mm. Mm. They look great. And you mentioned Daryl's gone before. It's a big year for sacking. Uh, Gretel Colleen, of course. Yes. Been replaced by somebody that nobody likes and a complete and utter TV failure. So it'll be interesting to see how uh, Big Brother 08 goes. Hang on, I thought they were replaced by two people. <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that was two people. But you've just described one. Oh, really? Yeah. Really? You think that people are, are as... Like Jackie O? No, I don't think people like Jackie O, but they don't hate her as much as they, uh, as they maybe hate Kyle. Am that's, I, or, that's, oh, or no, no. Is there... No, no. I, I mean, I do. All right. I do because I, I believe in equality. <laughs> <laughs> I also think they're both television failures. But <laughs> obviously, their, their pay packets would prove otherwise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think they're going to get a lot of ego boost out of you know, a bunch of 12-year-olds screaming their name yeah. and at, the, uh, at the Big Brother thing. Well, Brett does every year. <laughs> mm, mm. Uh, we also had the whole uh, Mary Costakitis. Yes. Well, the whole, on, the whole uh, SBS news debacle, mm. making it an hour long, putting many more ads into it, getting rid of world sport, uh, all putting the soft story at the end and then wanting to bring that up into the middle of the news. Mm. So they, they opened up and then ended up with nothing. Anton Enos hosting it. He's not nothing. Anton yeah, Enos is great. And, but where does that leave the 9.30 report? Uh, well, oh, I think it's <clears> at 9.30. <throat> mm, yes, but with whom? Nobody that, that's, uh, you know. They're no. just going to do edited highlights of the uh, of the six thirty news. <laughs> they could do that. Not much happens between six thirty yeah. and nine thirty, no. surely. Uh, but uh, while there's been oh, and there was of course with news and current affairs, there was the whole uh, Westie debacle over at Channel Nine with uh, telling I hadn't heard Christine Spateri that, what, what that uh, you know maybe she should get a job at SBS and other charming comments that he made. Uh, and that a newsroom that he no was, place that for he a woman. Was yeah, yeah. Re- reported to have made. Reported. Allegedly. Yeah. Sorry. Yes, allegedly. Uh, on the flip side, uh, huge comeback year for uh, Rove. Yes. He uh, At the end of last year, we weren't really sure if he was going to come back or not. And if he was going to come back, how would he come back? And, yep. Uh, yep. and he came back, and I have to say, I'm still not a fan of, uh, of this format. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Again, the ratings would say different. Well, no, the ratings would not say that I am a fan of the format. Yes, they did. I was talking uh, to them earlier, and oh, really? they said, Josh is a fan of the format. Don't Wack-a-ock! believe what he says. <laughs> uh, yeah, people, was, people like it. But people like it. It works, mm. and it works for the demographic that Channel 10 last yep. year decided yep. that they were going to go for, which is 18 to 49, and as it's re- opposed to 16 to it's, 39. Uh, it's regularly over a million. Yes. With viewers, which is much more than it was doing on a Tuesday night slot. E- even even allowing for the, the difference in viewer numbers on mm. on uh, Tuesday nights compared to Sunday nights, uh, Rove is still doing a lot better. Yep, yep. And, uh, and of course, Rove also had Fifth Grader. Yes. Which was, uh, which was a big success for him. And so that's two huge successes for, for Channel 10. Uh, mm. And Channel 10, I think, have done 
quite well this year. Oh, you reckon? Yeah. Did, did fifth grader actually stay up there in the numbers? I don't think it did too badly. I don't think it was... It didn't, it didn't drop It was in, uh, thank God you hear spot, wasn't it? Yes. So, I mean, it's never going to match those sort of numbers, but I think it did okay. I think it did okay. I'm not so sure about Channel 10. I'll get to them a bit later. I think they could be in trouble next year. Uh, next year, yeah, but that's that's for later on when we do uh, looking into <laughs> 2008. I think I think this year Channel 10 did quite well. They did quite well by me, mostly. Uh, of course, there were still huge issues with the Shield, but Channel 10 uh, <laughs> always always huge issues with the Shield. But Channel 10 did launch uh, a proper HD channel first. Yeah, although I got to say HD has been one of the fizzes of the year. What about H- that logo? It's huge. <laughs> you love it. H- HD's just been a just been a disaster. I was like, I was watching the two HD channels the other night and trying to. I, I thought they'd given up with HD already. They were just showing the same things that they were showing on their regular channel. So I thought I thought maybe they'd given up already. The other night I was watching Channel Seven late at night on regular Channel Seven. They had an episode of Lost. And on Channel 7 HD, they had a different episode of Lost. Oh, really? <laughs> this ob- obviously trying to split the fans between those who like early season two and those who like mid season two. <laughs> what, this is what I don't understand about, about 7 HD. Mm. Seven have the rights to My Name is Earl. Yes. My Name is Earl, famously in HD. Mm-hmm. They put gags into the show mm-hmm. that you can only get if you're watching in HD. They write, right. they write things in the background. Uh, and uh, and those things you can only see if you've got a, an HD version of Earl. Otherwise, they're too blurry to to see. Okay, with the TV, Does you, can your TV be SD? No, you, you need you need high definition. Okay, you need high definition everything. Okay, why aren't they showing Earl on HD? Well, yeah, that's and true. Earl was also one of the the first and uh, and and most uh, strong supporters of HD. Mm. Why wouldn't they do that? It, that just makes no sense. Why would they show films that they probably don't have an HD version of? Well, they're showing they're showing that seventy show. Yes, in HD, which isn't well, high definition. Why bother? So, I, I, yeah, it, this this is where the the conundrum is. They've got to figure out how to show their A product in a high definition and their B product. Hopefully not show at all, but no. But as we saw somewhere. a couple of weeks ago, HD is is the 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 fields where they send all the non-performing shows. But, but with, I mean, that, that's Journeyman on it, Channel it, Ten. It's got to be more than that. It's got to be more than. I mean, they're not allowed to multi-channel. They shouldn't be using their high-definition channels purely just as a as a fallback multi-channel. No, they they definitely which should. is what they're doing now. And and what they should be doing is is trying to and and again this is the same argument that we've been having for for the last two and a half years uh, with the the government and the networks, not amongst us. But they should be they should be putting compelling content onto these HD channels. Mm. And ten aren't doing it. Uh, no. Ten ten are doing uh, kind of niche compelling content. Uh, they're going to put Veronica Mars on. They're going to put the Shield on. Uh, but also, they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna. Yeah, exactly, exactly. What, what are they going to do? Uh, and uh, and also, it's very hard to find out what's on HD if you don't have a subscription to Ice TV or something like that. There's no, there's no listings of it anywhere. There used to be a channel that had listings. There's a, there is a, a free on the. Yeah, 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 but that's uh, that still hasn't updated for having HD seven. Oh, HD really? And yeah, so uh, so it just tells you what's on regular seven or regular ten. Not this, on HD. And how's the uh, how's the time shifting on Channel Ten? The half hour time shift. 
Uh, well, that, that's what I was. That's when I thought they'd given up because uh, they were doing that, and then uh, I turned over to watch a bit of time shifted news, and uh, it was just the regular regular episode of The Simpsons that was on both channels. So, yeah, I don't know. You know what else fizzled during the year? Fast tracking. Yes, yes, fast tracking really, really mm, just which is really? a shame. I'm not sure that it fizzled. I think that the uh, networks committing to it got themselves into a bit of trouble because of the writers' strike. Mm-hmm. Um, which you know wasn't. I'm sorry, predictable. Long before the writers' strike, and I'm talking like a month before the writers' strike, they stopped with the whole fast tracking direct from the US. I mean, they, w- they would still say direct from the US, but they wouldn't necessarily. So you're saying that it fizzled because the networks didn't actually do it properly. Yes. Uh, yeah, I, I just I don't think I don't think they did a great job with it. And but. also, uh, you know, uh, Australia as a as an audience and. Uh, we like to hear the buzz about a show to make us watch it for, for a large part, which is why it's always good that the Golden Globes come just at the start of our ratings year, because it's always great to, to have a show that's done really well at the Golden Globes. The network can then make big buzz about it and it can build an audience that way. Uh, I think that as, as far as uh, building an audience slowly, the networks still don't want to do that. They're still very... Uh, they very want the protective bang, about it. They, the they want the big, mm. big bang. But I think countering that, we are still a nation of pirates. Well, that's tr- that's true. That's mm. our heritage. Though. But I, but I think <laughs> I think that maybe that's maybe for more traditional shows that people are already accustomed to, like Lost, uh, House, that sort of thing, rather than new shows necessarily. Well, yeah, I mean that's a, that's the thing as well. The pirating started because there was buzz. There was buzz about Lost. There was buzz uh, about Heroes, and uh, I don't know many people who download shows they've never heard of other than us mm. i don't know many people who download shows they've never heard of yeah that's true to, to give them a go they'll yep. wait and and see if there is some buzz about it mm. which is also why pushing daisies amongst our listeners pushing daisies worked so well as a as a pirate medium because there was buzz about it in the u.s everyone in the u.s was saying uh, this is the best show and so people would go and seek out early episodes of pushing daisies and then email us <laughs> uh, about it and now oh, we've already seen it it's good we're covering it don't worry about it you know who else fizzled during the year eddie mcguire yeah didn't he he's gone from eddie time? everywhere to eddie nowhere he's being paid five million dollars at nine reportedly to do what which i have to say that figure goes up every time it's reported as well because <laughs> yeah, earlier in the year it was three million but, but what's he doing he's doing nothing and he's sitting on his and at the start he's of the moving year, back to melbourne <laughs> <laughs> i'll move into state give me five million dollars <laughs> I'll, I'll move back to where I actually live. Give me five minutes. What I mean? What What are they paying him for? Well, not to go to Channel Seven or Channel Ten would be one of the things. Surely he's not really. What are they What are they going to do with him? Channel Seven don't need him. Channel Seven got Andrew O'Keefe, who is the new Eddie Everywhere. He's Andrew Everywhere. But imagine how how he's, itchy I think he's Channel Andrew 10 all places. Andrew all places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Imagine how itchy Channel Ten would be for him. You reckon what they what they could what they would feel that yeah, they but, could do with Eddie? But except ten would never be able to afford him. So, what are you going to do there? I don't know. Ten can't even afford to be bought by anyone. <laughs> you know that's that's ten's big problem. I don't think Channel Nine really have a danger of of losing him to. Uh, you know, they could pay him eight hundred dollars a year, and he'd <laughs> he'd still turn up as but long also, as he had as long as he had a car and mm-hmm. a nice office and was uh, well. Collingwood have the Lexus sponsorship, so he's probably okay for cars. Right. I also think that given that he was that he ceased being CEO towards the end of the year, that they weren't going to throw him into anything 
at that point. Really? They threw him uh, into things when he was CEO. <laughs> one versus 100. No, and then That was him. And then Monday night. That was him. He was... <laughs> but but he, he, unless he... Uh, I don't know if they've got power of 10. Somebody's got power of 10. I don't know if he's going to host it. But, I mean, there's nothing on the horizon for him at this point. It's, it's a lot of money to have somebody just sitting there. Oh, what's happening with Millionaire? Exactly. What's happening with Millionaire? They went to Monday nights. Yeah. It bombed. I, it, I can't. It certainly won't the, come back. The five millionaire. Yeah, it yeah. certainly won't come back in that format next year. And um, one, one versus one hundred. People stopped watching. I think. I think that was dead in the water. Yeah, yeah. I think that's why they didn't bother to make any more of it. So anyway. there's also there's also on Channel Seven. Remember one versus one hundred and the rich list started mm. at the same time, and uh, both of those nowhere to be seen. The rich list, terrible show. No, oh, yeah, completely, absolutely terrible show. Just another game show that. Is impossible to understand. But what happened to that Charles M one? That awesome the one contest. with uh, Andrew G. We'll, we'll get Speaking to all this. We'll get to all this. Let's keep going. Next thing. Next, next thing. Next topic. Next, next topic is drama. Do the thing. <laughs> box cutters. Box cutters. Box cutters. With it. <laughs> Hi, Rob Brealy, executive producer of Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader? You're listening to Box Cutters, and I'm here with three of the most handsome men I think I've ever met in my entire life. Yeah, that puts us in the mood for drama. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should divide this maybe into local and uh, international. International on this show, of course, meaning American. Yeah, because English television, terrible. <laughs> you guys hate UK TV. I quite oh, like it. Oh, suddenly it's us guys versus him. Yeah. Well, where, where are all the UK shows you're bringing well, to yeah. us to watch? Yeah, where was, I'm being voted down on, no, we don't want to talk about that. Where's <laughs> your, no, where's, once. Where's final, your diary of a call girl t-shirt, Brad? diary of a call girl. Oh, it stinks. Oh, we're not doing any more UK TV. <laughs> I don't remember you being the champion for Diary of a Call Girl, Brett. In fairness, every week, can we review the bill this week? <laughs> no, Brett. No, Brett. No, Brett. No, Brett. Josh wants to do Derek. <laughs> I don't think Derek's even on anymore. So, uh, so local drama. It was a bit of a resurgence this it year. Was, it was great mm. to see, it's mm. especially City Homicide. Yep. Uh, Sea Patrol. Well, we'll get, to, we'll get to Navy Seaboat. <laughs> Fantastic. Really? Sorry. <laughs> Where was it? Was, it was definitely watchable. <laughs> it was definitely watchable, and I didn't, I didn't find it that offensive. Really? Navy Seaboat? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Watchable it was in what better way? Than, I found it better than All Saints or any of the soaps. How? Because it was engaging, and it was summery and tropical. and So, summery, summery and tropical. Because engaging, I can't see, because there's... The storylines were, were terrible. The scripts were well, there was one written by on, a three-year-old in crayon. I've, I've got to go with Brett here. I found it annoying, but choice between that and All Saints, I'd watch that for sure. See, whereas I think All Saints has stories and, and characters that are by in, in no way compared in Navy Seaboat. I think I think the the, the characters just were, were one-dimensional and mm. uh, and and just terrible. Terrible portrayals of the basest human instinct. How long can you watch people getting sliced up in a hospital for? Presumably forever in Australia. Well, All I Saints, have, All Saints is, is not really about people getting sliced up in. in I, I see enough of All Saints. From that's my, that's uh, true. Uh, I, from I know my, you do. From my lovely wife, so I'm not saying it. You know, just from not having watched any. But All Saints also has acting that uh, that Navy Seaboat did not have, and you and you've got some great actors on on Navy Seaboat. You've got Lisa McEwen doing nothing with her other than putting her in a uniform because that's the only thing Australian people will want to see. <laughs> no, but she was a good female role model in a in a position of authority. 
Who had... And there was there was good romance. Where was there good threads. romance? Threads. <laughs> threads. Threads. With, with the captain of, captain of the boat that was dodgy and, you know... Dodgy. So, as in leaking? The, the, the boat was dodgy? No, no. There was, oh, there, the there was dodgy. There were, because the viewers were leaking. It yes. started off at about two million and ended up below a million by the last episode, which is obviously very disappointing for for nine, especially with the second series coming. Yeah, but, but it but it is it does have a second series, which is great for Australian production. Yeah, let's, yeah, let's definitely, not, definitely. Let, let's not, but City on the other Homicide. hand, yeah, City Homicide stayed level, and in fact, I think it it, it increased its audience over the uh, over the time, which is amazing. And it's it's again procedural drama, but not bad. Hmm. Not bad. I was, you know, I'm still not going to say it's it's great. And Did you? Truth, truth be told, I watch All Saints out of habit more than uh, more than out of a desire. If I miss an episode of All Saints, I don't really care. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's. I think it's it's on par with uh, with that sort of drama. I think it's it's mm-hmm. very easy to watch every week if you get into that habit. Yep. Of watching it at that time. Uh, that's seven. Of and course, nine. The, the 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 frustration with that is that seven kept on programming it late. And so, uh, if you were recording and then jumping over to Californication, you'd miss the the last five or ten minutes of that's, it. That's yep. That's true. Um, yep. And, and, another, and being this which, sort of show, which in fact was why is, I stopped watching it. Which is where you usually find out who done it or why they done yeah. it, or there's some sort yeah. of twist. Yes. Yeah. Unfortunately, the twist in the first episode was so terrible <laughs> that uh, that that it made me not want to to see other episodes. But but I did watch some more, and it, it was all right. Channel Nine also have uh, Canal Road coming next year, which should be interesting, and, and Underbelly. Underbelly. So uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that. Underbelly, goes. which is a, a very limited uh, show, you think so? Oh, it's, it's limited as far as episodes. It's limited. Run. Oh right, right. It's Sorry, I, I thought uh, limited as far as appeal. No, no, no. I think just because it's set here in Melbourne, I think it should. It should appeal to, mm. but other but we we as as a country love stories about our crim- criminal history, mm. and uh, and Underbelly fits in right right, right in there with uh, with Blue Murder, mm. which is still to this day one of the greatest Australian shows ever made. Well, the story does. We'll have to see how the execution's done. Yeah, yeah, but the the concept execution talk- of the production. I'm talking about the the concept. as well as the executions <laughs> in the show. Yes, I'm talking about the concept rather than rather than the show. No. But the, the concept fits right in there with Blue Murder, so it should. It should fit quite well uh, in Australia. And we're talking about a resurgence in drama. Where was the ABC? Oh, they had that Rain Shadow show. Was that what it was Did called? you guys watch any of that? No. No? Did you? No, Kath and Kim were on. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I, I, I do jest, but uh, no, I, it was Rachel Ward's... Directing or was she the? the I, I think she was starring. producing and starring. Okay, yeah. Uh, but it was uh, it was set was, in Gippsland in uh, in Victoria. There was no promotion, and one, you know, eight by one hour series, is is very very low well, and, amount for the ABC to and, be coming out with. ABC wise, nine thirty on a Sunday night is hidden. Mm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's that's hiding it. Wasn't it eight thirty? We'll see. Hidden. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Uh, like the, the worst jobs in history was in that 7.30 slot, and then they have their, their drama or whatever I think ongoing. Um, so, like, like, uh, like Life, Life on Mars. Yeah. I think the Australian Drama Award mm, to a network. Award. Mm-hmm. First award of the afternoon. Uh, Australian Drama Award to a network has to go to SBS. Yep. Who had, uh, I count, three. For, for great drama, no one's watching. Uh, yeah, yeah. Excellent drama that no one's watching. Sorry, I, I count four. Four. Four dramas no one's watching. Uh, we had Kick. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. had East West, <laughs> East West 101. Yep. We had The Circuit. Mm-hmm. And we had Wilfred. 
drama. Wilfred's a comedy. That's no, comedy. it's just because it's half an hour doesn't make it a comedy. We've got we've no, got in the comedy character. We've category got how is it a we've we've got got I didn't laugh once. How is it a comedy? All those inside's a comedy. Hands up. <laughs> well, the AFI uh, overall, it. it's a comedy. <laughs> it was yes, it won an AFI for best comedy. Yeah, but you, you know my you know my whole theory of just because it's your theory your theory isn't going to hold up for this episode. If it if tells you a story, what's 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 uh, ordered item list number three is comedy, right? <laughs> Which is something that makes you laugh. <laughs> no, no, but but Wilfred was always and and from the outset is it, from the is short it film, Australian it story based production? It was written. Is it, is it, it Australian story based based production? You're being very pedantic, Josh. Sure, but is it Australian story based production? No, no, had no story, <laughs> no story, just sketches. Yep. Okay, so it's, it's in there with the wedge. <laughs> uh, internationally. Uh, and again, yeah, mostly speaking about America, um, 2007 was really the further rise of cable versus network television. Uh, the riches, Mad Men, Rome, and even the Tudors far surpassed anything that network television came up with. Friday Night Lights. You see, that was last year? Well, it started last year. Yes, I consider that last year. Nothing new. Nothing oh, new. And nothing, no, nothing no. new in 2007. Nothing new from, from the networks. And the finale of uh, Series 2 of Dexter has done records uh, for viewers. Oh, really? Cable over there. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. And actually, actually, Season 2 of Dexter mm. was much better than Season 1. Okay. Really, okay. a really solid season. So, I just think, uh, you know, network television really, I mean, even without the writer strike, network television really struggling. Cable is doing is doing fantastic things over there. S- similarly here, not so much, but, you know, you've had Love My Way and... Uh, you've had and Satisfaction. Satisfaction, and, but it is interesting stupid, that... Stupid man. <laughs> it is interesting that uh, that Cable is becoming, as it should be, a real Hang out- on, how outlet. how can he say stupid, stupid man, but I can't say Wilfred? Because <laughs> he was being silly. And you were being completely serious. That's true. <laughs> uh, and, of course, uh, uh, last word on drama, End of the Sopranos. Yeah. That was uh, that was huge news. Oh, was it? Well, yeah, it yeah, was it, huge it, news. It, it was huge news, and How it was you say the it end. Huge the news? end. And, it, and it was the end of the Sopranos. <laughs> yeah, I, I yeah. don't know what else we uh, can yeah. do about that. What, what, what was your take on the ending again, Brett? <laughs> they all moved to Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> it's no, no, no. Well, they, they go to move to Hawaii, but uh, then they have a plane crash, but, and, they'll and they survive. <laughs> and they end up on Gilligan's Island with the Harlem Globetrotters, ah, and they have right, to right. have, and, have and, a basketball battle. Michael Schofield comes and rescues them, and they crawl out the tunnel. Actually, it it turns out that the entire Sopranos series was the prequel to Gilligan's Island, right? I and uh, Tony is the skipper. Right. <laughs> and Gilligan's Island was all Bob Newhart's dream. That's how that works out. Uh, definitely, yeah, one of the best comedies. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, it was. It was a lot funnier than a lot of comedies. It was a lot funnier than But it's not in the comedy sh- it's, segment. Yeah, well, uh, But, yeah, definitely one of the great dramas. And it's of all time. Yeah, yeah. One possibly, of possibly. Of all, of all I think time. probably my favourite ever TV show. Over Twin Peaks. Yep. Really? Yep. Wow. Hmm. See, I just can't let go of the past. So let's go to comedy. So, Brett, I assume this is just you and me. <laughs> no, I've got, I've got comedy in here. No, you don't. Yeah, you, don't do. you don't believe in comedy. <laughs> oh, see, this is how this rumour spreads. This is why listeners think that I don't like comedy. Now, I think one of the biggest improvers uh, this year has been The Wedge. Okay, so it's just me on my own. <laughs> I've got really, really, you think the witch improvers? Yeah, definitely. 
Well, I which, mean, which it, may have been kind of freed from the limitations of being in a seven thirty so, time so slot you think, and and being made for fourteen year old boys. Okay, so you think the wedge has been a lot funnier? Yeah, but okay. Channel Ten buried it completely. Yeah. Like it's it's just showing up at random times on Friday and Saturday nights. Or something. Spe- speaking of fourteen year old boys, Summer High Tie uh, was a, a yep. great. It, it was great comedy. It was also great drama. Well, I think I think comedy really was the story of the year in a lot of ways. I mean, if you look at uh, uh, the Chaser, Summer Heights High, Newstopia, Kath and Kim, and Thank God You're Here. Huge, absolutely huge. Well, Either critical or um, or commercial acclaim. S- something we didn't talk about in uh, in in the year in review mm-hmm. was ABC. Yep, doing so well, especially with their Wednesday night comedy lineup. Yep, yep, amazing. Now, yeah, you mentioned Summer Heights High, one point three million average. I mean, that's that's fantastic. That's, a, that's amazing. Yeah, that's uh, that's a show on the ABC doing better than a show on another network at the same time. Yeah, yeah, which is quite amazing. Kath and Kim, uh, 2.1 million, which is a phenomenal effort for something that just wasn't at all funny. Uh, Thank God You're Here, 1.9 million, and uh, Chaser, 1.5 million. I mean, they're fantastic they're, averages. They're I mean, excellent. That, that's quite amazing. And The Wedge, Brett. <laughs> <laughs> Brett, and, uh, yeah. One. <laughs> one. Brett plus one. Uh, uh, and the, uh, but, but for me, Comedy of the Year mm-hmm. is Newstopia. Yes, I, I, think I would agree with that. For, for just skill in writing and tightness in script and performances uh, and, uh, now we and should, intelligence. We, we should declare our bias here. We, we're long-term Michaela fans. Yes. Big, big fans. Well, the two so, of us are, Brett. Are, are mm, you? Yeah. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. Why, why did the whole start of the year, you were talking about how much you hate him. <laughs> See what I'm doing now? Do no, what no, you no, did to no, us. No, 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 no. no, we changed our tune. Oh, sorry. Because <laughs> it didn't have an audience did, or something. Yeah, no yes. audience. What's going on there? Slightly somewhere in between local and international comedy, uh, Flight of the Concords. Fantastic yeah, which, to which see you loved. on I'd... HBO. I thought it was excellent. Yep. I thought uh, that was great. It'd be great to see what happens when it pops up on on Channel Ten. I have to see more than the uh, than the first episode. Then obviously, actually, it was, it was, I, I happened to uh, see a bit of Orange Ruffies, which is a New Zealand production uh, based around custom service over there. Okay. And um, one of the one of the dudes had that uh, kind of psychedelic New Zealand map T shirt. Oh, okay. <laughs> Which just made me laugh. Yeah. Just a little yeah. sad thing. I was uh I actually think uh Flight of the Concords influ- is starting to influence shows. Definitely uh there was a My Name is Earl that I think was quite influenced by Flight of the Concords where Darnell did his whole did a whole dance number which uh was very, very like the dance numbers the song and dance numbers from Flight of the Concords. But of course well, Flight of the Concords. Thirty just- Rock also had a, a whole rap number that they uh, ended up cutting okay. as well because uh, it was just running too long. They just got their uh, idea from the episode of Scrubs with Colin Hay. Right. Uh, <laughs> they've, they've built an entire career on that. That, that was a great episode, but not yes. this year, so it goes into the surgeon bucket. <laughs> uh, no, 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 because he hasn't mentioned it oh, that's true. a million other times. That's, that's true. Uh, I tell you what goes into the surgeon bucket. Uh, cut and run was, no, what, what, did, what, did, what were Foxtel always doing? Oh, uh, the, the, it's uh, bait and switch. Bait and switch, that was it. Bait and switch. Bait and switch goes yes. into the surgeon bucket. <laughs> uh, internationally, I thought uh, comedy this year was quite disappointing. Um, really the, disappointing. The the most recent series of The Office, Series 4, uh, really struggled under the strain of trying to do an hour-long show. The first six episodes were oh. all an hour long. I think that, that had trouble. You boys will be very pleased to hear this. Curb Your Enthusiasm was just a disaster. It's last series. How is that different? No to I know series. you guys wouldn't think it would be any different. But, I still, uh, I still stand to you know. If, How if do you, you wanna, tell? 
if you want to sit, I was me, expecting all this. If you want to, if you want to sit me down in front of some Curb Your Enthusiasm and force me to watch it with you, so I can see where you're laughing, mm. and uh, and maybe I can learn about why it's so good. But uh, on face value, I just can't see it. Well, it was yeah. There was maybe one good episode in series six. He really. Uh, we discussed it last year that he sh- was going to f- end after series five and he even had the episode called The End Where He Died and everything. I th- I just think doing a series six was just a mistake. He had a... So he did actually die in series five? Yes, he did. But he came back to life at the end of the episode. Just like Buffy. Uh, but he actually had a Katrina family stay with him uh. in, in this series, which I think was trying to, trying to create more jokes. There weren't jokes there. Uh, and also, uh, I think that uh, My Name is Earl. Have you guys been watching My Name is Earl? No, mm-hmm. I haven't been keeping Ooh, up with it. Really, him. really patchy. Well, you know what? Because he you went to what? prison and, and it actually changed the name of the he, show. He's all but forgotten the list, which is yep. the whole point of the show for being. They did the episode that I was talking about just before with Darnell's song and dance number, which was everybody imagining their own stories, which just kind of was out of place and stupid and the worst one was when uh when they were in prison and randy was in charge of television and he went running out and saying oh earl earl our other episode of cops is on that's what i was gonna say our other cops is on like it was a good idea to do once but but that's but also one of the bases of of that episode is that it was once yeah exactly exactly and our other episode of cops and they strung that out for an hour too which I just think, uh, yeah, I think... Uh, so it was essentially after they went down to Mexico to grab what's their face that uh, they jumped the shark. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I, I mean, it's been say. patchy. There has been some funny episodes, but it's not nearly as good. And I think, new comedies, there was nothing. Yeah, nothing with new comedies. I agree. That was terrible. Big Bang uh, Theory. There was Samantha n- Who? Nothing. Yes, exactly. Nothing. There was nothing. <laughs> uh, I think uh, for me, internationally, Weeds was probably the pick of it for its uh, sardonic irreverence, but even that trailed off towards the end of the third series which so. I, I haven't seen yet mm. uh, I have a whole mm. story that has to do with JB Hi-Fi that I'm not going to go into <laughs> right. on this show uh, but yeah comedy wise mm. internationally not so great Australia wise yeah excellent story of the year so mm. I wonder what reality will be like mm. Box amazing race amazing race Asia Next segment. <laughs> well, actually, no, I think uh, Survivor 2. Survivor's pretty good. I oh, think so the, Survivor, I think- Survivor China, because mm. I'm watching it Channel 9-wise, yep. been really good. Yep. S- Survivor China has been, except for, and this is uh, two weeks ago, mm-hmm. Survivor China showed, uh, on Channel 9, they showed the, uh, the, the, the one where they threw the challenge. Yes. Oh. It made me hate humanity. Yes. Yes, uh, but but again, for for insight into the way people think, especially yeah. into the way dumb people think, yeah, uh, Survivor has been has been great for that. And I, th- I think it's a very strong format, and they're sticking to it. They, yes. they they always make changes to Survivor, little little kind of cosmetic changes, just so that so that the people on the show are kept guessing. But uh, I think both that and Amazing Race very strong formats. That's why they're continuing to work. Yeah, and Amazing Race Asia is uh, one of the few times I've seen uh, a format imported into a new region and and for it to work yep. that well. Yep. I don't think uh, Australian Idol works all that well, well. I don't think Big Brother Australia works all that well. Or Biggest Loser. Or Biggest Loser. That's that's why I think uh that's why I think Ten's in trouble. I think that that kind of big event TV that they base their schedule around, you know, they kind of have the big um the big three finales and they kind of divide the year up, you know, into, you know, the first third's biggest loser, the second third's big brother and the third third is idle. I think that's in real trouble next year. 
Uh, all, all three of those finales were down significantly and will be down again. However, 10 are the only network that treats reality as a proper genre and, and treats it with any respect. Mm-hmm. Channel 7 treat reality as uh, as filler. Yep. And, I mean, and they do very well with things like border security yep. uh, and air crash investigations. They yep. do very well. Uh, but they're still they still just use it as as filler. Nine uh, have more to that. It's on the HD channel. Old episodes of the Amazing Race. Oh, really? Yeah, which I like, but probably no but one else does. And and it doesn't need to be on HD. I don't even think it's in. It's not in widescreen. <laughs> why would you? Those early episodes, certain the ones they're showing now, certainly aren't in high definition. Yeah. So why why would you do that? Mm. Uh, channel nine don't even think of reality as filler. They just think of it as, ah, panic stations, which is why we get What a Year and 20 to 1. And they did quite well, I think, with uh, So the Farmer Wants a Wife. That's true. And, but, and people- but which was just a ripoff of um, uh, Outback Brides. Desperately or- Seeking Sheila, I think, yes. was the SBS version. Mm. And, uh, and nine- but yeah, What a Year. That was a disaster, wasn't it? <clears throat> yeah, still is. Still they're, is, they're, yeah. they're still showing it over summer. They were showing, yeah. they were showing 1980, and I didn't realise. I had some friends over, and we had the TV on, and ended up on Channel Nine, and then just muted it. I didn't realise that Bert was dressing up to be put into footage from that year. Oh, really? <laughs> he's dressing up in costume and then being superimposed into like Sovereign he was, Hill all over again. He was he was standing <laughs> standing with Kiss at Melbourne Town Hall and you know all that oh, sort of stuff. Really? Like, Why would you do that? Yeah, yeah. Why? That's I just- think they they obviously had to have a uh, a fresh look on the show, but I'm not sure that's a fresh look. The uh, and and you know as far as reality checks go, mm. Channel Nine, Burt Newton. Yeah, you know, get a dose of that reality. It's it's not doing anything for you. But then. We have to have we, Channel Nine have to import Joey Fatone for the horrible singing bee because supposedly nobody can do that in this country. They've got Julie Zamiro on contract for what a year. She would have been much better for the singing oh, bee. Oh yeah, why not use her? No, no, no. We have to fly out some has been member of InSync, which just just ridiculous Channel Nine. And they, I, I just, yeah, I don't think that Julie Zamiro could have done it so I, I suspect that there would have been some contractual thing with Rockwiz or or you know just her not wanting to to get into that on channel nine that mm. would have prevented it okay which is which is fair enough but then you've got so many uh you know you've got the whole idle bin of of contestants yep. you, you find someone Millsy find Millsy Millsy would have been he was he was on it he was on it he was singing this he was singing the songs up until the music Mickey. stopped so, so you got to sing like three quarters of a song and then stop. Uh, but Millsy would have been a much better host. Yeah. And, you know, why not just support Australian talent in, in mm. that sense? Because the show is not going to live or die based on whether or not you've got Joe Fatone. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Or, he looks uh, a lot like Brett Cropley, have you noticed? That's no. a, that's, I, uh, I didn't notice that at all. I think oh, he's not a, as good looking. No. I there's a, but there's, there's some features that are, that are similar. I Do find. we count uh, the Mint, the, the Mansion, Quizmania? Are they reality? No, they can't be reality because uh, because th- their answers are completely made up. Ah, oh, right. Ah, oh, yeah, that's true. Are they comedies? <laughs> Uh, no. <laughs> well, we don't have any section of game shows. There's no there's no opportunity for Rockwiz or for Spicks and Specs or... Well, we can throw um, one in. Greg, we'll, 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 we'll throw one in. We'll throw one in. We'll go let's, to game shows. Let's do it now. Game shows. Okay. 
Up to game shows. Oh, fantastic. Now, I can't believe that they take off Quizmania just when it's about to hit its prime. Just when all the stories are coming together and replace it with... The Mint. No, no, no. The Mansion. The Mansion. The Mansion. The Mint. No, it's the Mansion now. The Mint. Oh, is the replacement to Quizmania? Yeah. Isn't it? It's, it's, it's the mansion, because they're in a mansion, and they're all done up. Trust no, me, I it's thought, the mansion. I thought they were in a giant printing press. Oh, really? And so it was the mint. <laughs> I don't see how you can replace one show with another show and claim that it's... In a format that they had to buy in from overseas. Yeah, yeah, they, they and claim that, that it's something else. I, I, yeah, I don't understand. And in fact, no like, like, it was... The Quiz Monkey was watchable if you ignored the whole kind of quiz aspect of it and just watched... Uh, a bit of improvisation of actors with a camera. But there's no crew. interaction between the hosts on the Mint Mansion printing press, whatever. There's there's no interaction between the hosts. It's this no, host no, is but, doing it for five but, minutes and this host does it for But Quiz five Monkey minutes. was getting that going and then they yes. pulled her off. Right. Because too entertaining. Not enough people calling. So, so you're saying you can watch it just to watch somebody improvise in front of a camera for half an hour? You or- could, yeah. Ooh. That's that's clutching at straw. You know when those performances <laughs> clutching at straw, <laughs> one straw. Yeah. Uh, what, what what do you think it is? Clutching at straws. Yeah. No. Clutching at straws is like you know the straws are the uh, things you drink out of. Like it's the short straw pick. No no no. Straws are what you drink out of. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> that's what you're clutching at straw. Say like clutching at straws. You, you've got a drink in your other hand. That's ridiculous. <laughs> And that's because you- it's because in the haystack when you when you clutch it a straw bit what, out what, of what do you call out of the it? plural you don't of know straw. how long it's going to be <laughs> straws we got him we got him <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, but, uh, clutching yeah straw. I, I did get up and walk out <laughs> of the uh, it's ter- uh, terrible game shows game shows okay we already talked about Awful. versus 100 talked about the contest was terrible contest uh, I think that has to be the worst surely worst game show national right. bingo night oh yeah yeah okay national bingo night is appalling and at least you can understand from, in, from various sources allegedly uh, rigged <laughs> yes. at, least, at least you can understand <laughs> so. what's happening in even to an extent you can understand what's happening in quiz mint like you can you can watch it and kind of go, oh, okay, they're just making up all these answers that but no the, one's uh, ever going to get. But they're not the same in, you, you know, it, you, the, quad, the contest made no sense. I didn't understand what it was about. I, you know it what, was about I was conning the opponents. I was thinking about it, I was thinking about Which it this was, morning uh, as, as I was getting my notes together and remembered that it, it was, it was, you had to answer questions, but yeah, answered questions in silence. Uh, just noting them down on your little button push. So it was multiple choice questions that you had to answer by pressing a button and uh, and your contestants were answering the same and you had to try to fool other contestants into thinking that you had the highest score so that they would try to go out. Uh, meanwhile, uh, not meanwhile, earlier in the day, uh, you sat around with your other contestants trying to uh, tell them how smart you were so that they would get too scared and uh, and and drop out so that they would uh, just get their own. It's I'm not confusing at all, Ross. <laughs> Basically, it was, it was taking the worst aspect of the, the weakest link, the walk of shame in the interview there, and making an entire game show out of it. Right. <laughs> It's terrible. I didn't understand it's, it at all. It, it, it was shocking, but I think National Bingo Night is worse. Yeah. Uh, I think... Uh, I have a late love-hate. Uh, oh, really? 
thing with uh, the no bingo. The no bingo guy, who's apparently a comedian from Sydney mm. and doesn't speak like that. No. Apparently. Quite no. an aggressive accent. Yeah. yeah. Uh, See, similar, I've got a hate-hate relationship. <laughs> That's, well, you're halfway there. <laughs> halfway. Uh, so, it's just so contrived about yeah. who, who's one away from bingo yep. and, and yep. the... Do, 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 do. Bingo! Yeah, I don't know what you're doing there. <laughs> Singing bee. But I'm going to get you your, your, your medication. Singing, Singing bee was just awful. Uh there were there were things that seemed to be uh, and the, sorry we we mentioned it earlier but the rich list yeah the rich, rich list was, was terrible. just appalling i mean that that didn't make any sense either but was it on the list yeah that's all it is was it on the list <laughs> yes it's on the list it was it was family feud it was family feud with no ent- like the whole thing with family feud the reason it's entertaining is not whether or not something's on the list, mm. but is in the, uh, the the getting families together and uh, and in the personalities. It's it's a game about personalities. Rich list was not about anything no. other no. than how many things can you think of. Yeah, yeah. And who would have thought Andrew O'Keefe could have been on a simpler concept for a show than uh, Deal or No Deal? Yeah, I know. And then, mm. oh, I don't know. Is it simpler? Well, it's simpler. In the, is it on the list? Yeah, it's on the list. No, it's not on the list. The end. Yeah. Deal, Andrew. no deal. Yes, the end. Andrew, all places. <laughs> I, uh, uh, um, uh, Spicks Rock and Specs. Wiz, you wanted to talk about Rockwiz. Spicks and Specs, same show. Same show, doing very well for itself. Yep. Part of the... Uh, no, but unfortunately, they did a clip show at the end of this year. Well, you wait until you hear what we've got planned for the break. <laughs> <laughs> unfortunate in... Uh, you just don't think they should have done clip show? Um, no, I, I think that, that a legitimate show at the end... Uh, acknowledging that it was the end was much better. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yep. That's fair enough. So, uh, was that was the clip show the Christmas show? Or did they do a yeah. show for Christmas? Mm. I thought they did a show for Christmas. But, uh, who knows? Oh, maybe I missed it. I was out of town. Uh, uh, and uh, Rockwiz uh, season finale was awesome. Okay. Which was shot down at the Palais in uh, St Kilda. Mm-hmm. Which, I, you know what? I just can't get into Rockwiz. Mm-hmm. I just can't do it. No. Because you can't answer the questions? Because you're not no. engaged on that level? No, because uh, it doesn't. I think it, it would be a fun pub game. I think it'd be be fun to to go and see in a pub, which is I mean, it's recorded in a pub. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as far as sitting at home watching it on TV, I just don't feel like it brings that atmosphere into my lounge room. Yep. They did. Uh, they they made some changes towards the end of the year, uh, kind of just introducing random segments. Um, and kind of losing a little bit of track on where they were with scores and ads and and intros and stuff, um, which hopefully they'll kind of iron out when they come back next year. Okay, okay. I, I actually find her quite irritating. Yes, I did, but I've grown. You've grown to like her? warm to her. You know, yeah. what? it's it's a lot easier to find her less irritating when you see her working with Bert Newton. <laughs> of the show. And you know, I was I was a huge supporter of Bert going to Channel Nine. I thought they could have done great things with him. Mm. Uh, but now he just—they've just made him out to be a buffoon, yep. rather mm. than rather than a, a fun and funny, talented host. Yeah. Maybe which he, which maybe he is. That's just him. Well, mm. No, because on on Good Morning Australia, he was doing fun, funny host things. Anyway, that's a whole different segment. We've done that segment. Let's Good evening, on. viewers. This is Sandra Sultry. I've been playing with my box on the box cutters. The, the good, good. The good. Must see. Give me a must see show. Friday Night Lights. Friday Night Lights. Brett? Um, I've actually just been catching up on East West 101. Must watch? Yeah. Really? I've yeah. Got, I've got two episodes on the uh, on the IQ waiting for me. I haven't had a chance to get across ah. them. 
Because so, I, so I also I've had... Th- I've watched three. Right, because I've also had uh, five weeks of Jeopardy to, uh, to get through. Uh, Jeopardy at the moment is doing Ultimate Tournament of Champions, which is uh, all champions from pretty much all time. Mm-hmm. Coming together, they had something like 290 people to to get through and so uh after five weeks we're still in round one right <laughs> and uh and saved all of them up for for my summer break and, and just been going through them now i've got about 11 episodes left until i'm up to date mm. and uh it, it's it's fantastic but must see friday night lights, friday night lights. if you could only have one show brett this yeah. is not this is not uh We'll come back to you for the next one. Yeah, yeah. This, if you can only have one show. So one I'm show. guessing, one guessing show East West 101 isn't that show for you. No, Ghost Whisperer just craps all over. Ghost Whisperer? Hang on, Ghost come, Whisperer, back, come back to me. Just all right. No. Uh, <laughs> I, so, Brett's locked in Ghost Whisperer. Uh, no, I would, uh, for me, I'd have to say uh, Insiders. Really? If I had one show that I couldn't miss, it'd be The Insiders on... Uh, on ABC, I think in in this year that's been a year long political campaign. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that uh, you know, it, since Kevin Rudd came into power uh, in uh, the Labor Party uh, late last year, it's been a year long election campaign. And I think that uh, the insiders is just unmissable. Yeah, and and for for a number of years, and especially this year with the election stuff, um, it's it's been must see for me. Mm. Record it, don't miss it. Yeah, yep. Whereas I I just like being told stories. That's that's it. I mean, in, Insiders is is a great show, mm. but if I didn't have it and I still had good stories to watch, that would be fine because It'd I be get okay. I get enough mm. news from uh, from other news yep. elements. So yep. it's all good. So uh, so, what do you think? Are you going Insiders? Are you going something else? Um, come on, come on. Bearing come in on. mind that Insiders is taken. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Ghost Whisper is still free. <laughs> no, I don't think that uh, off the cuff I can I can come up with one. Okay, all right. That sounds good. Uh, sorry, just before you go on, best new show. You'd go with uh, East West, maybe. Yep. Yeah, best new show. Newstopia. Newstopia. Yeah, I'd have to go Newstopia as well. Sorry, it's taken. No, 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 no. Because <laughs> I've I've written it here before you wrote it here because I did my notes last night. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> uh, probably well, then I'm getting the nation. <laughs> uh, probably something that neither of you will be that interested in, but best sports show, Footy Classified, I think, yeah, uh, yeah, it was just fantastic. Su- surprisingly good. Yeah. yeah. Um, and for me, uh, Top Gear. Oh, yeah? Okay. Mm. Uh, uh, now you're in trouble. <laughs> now, now I, so this is uh, best, best sports show. Best sports show. Uh, sports Center on ESPN. <laughs> All right, let's get to the bad. This will be fun. Hi, it's Pete Smith. They're not really naughty boys. They're just box cutters going about their business. Worst comedy. All of them. Comedy Inc. Star Stories. Oh, yes! Mm. Star Stories! I'd forgotten all about that. Star Stories was just, just uh, appalling. And you know what? With Star Stories, that sounds like the sort of name we would make up for a show that we didn't like, like Navy Seaboat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Said, but no, it was just called Star Stories. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, that was terrible. That was awful. I'm with you there. Worst drama? Uh, worst drama, Moonlight. Moonlight? Brett? Mm, oh, um, the Madison Avenue. Really? Mad Men? Yeah. Worst drama? Wow. Oh, that's Just pretty tough. Really Controversy. Mm. John from Cincinnati. Oh, oh no. So how can you compare John from Cincinnati to season two of What About Brian? 
I, I didn't see season two of What About Brian. Right, but you actually watched John from Cincinnati. I think that says a lot. That's the point. It made me angry. And there wasn't an episode that I didn't sit through that I didn't think, why the hell am I sitting through this garbage? I sat through all that see God Kai bullshit for <laughs> 10 straight weeks thinking it's got to be leading somewhere. I believed in it. I loved it. It's as much as I tried not to hate it. And it was just awful. And it, it was just, the whole thing was just awful. And You're I talking felt, about the woman I love. And I felt used and violated by the end of it. Wow, see, I think something that makes someone feel that extreme. No. No? No. Moonlight? No. <laughs> no. All right, if, I, if I had the choice again, I would watch all of Moonlight every day, all day, every day over that bloody John from Cincinnati crap. Be careful what you wish for. <laughs> uh, worst, uh, see, I had I had three, uh, three bad dramas. I had an ABC boat, season two of What About Brian and... Mm-hmm. Uh, and Moonlight. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I also have Worst News Slash Documentary Show, Great Global Warming Swindle. Ah. That mm. was appalling. Not only was the documentary appalling, uh, but the, uh, the, the... That was fun. The, the, the audience discussion the, afterwards, the audience discussion where, where they managed to get more LaRouchians than you could fit into a room... <laughs> However, Tony, to Tony Jones' interview in the middle of that, that was, was, that yeah, was fantastic. Yeah, thought. unfortunately, I'd fallen asleep and woken up uh, towards the end of that. That was, but that was, that was fantastic. That was good, interview. but, the, but the, the two ends, either side of it, just yeah. terrible. Yeah. yeah. Why, why show it? Why turn it into something? Why make it an event? That's just, no, that's was, just ABC purely- on crack. What it wasn't even uh, the ABC kind of lower down management. It was it was uh, top management, and it was it was political. It was from the government. They were instructed to do it. And the that's, ABC that's, board. That's the conspiracy that's theory. The, yeah, that's not what, clearly <laughs> they were done. That, that worst what worst season. Worst season. Uh, winter. Fall season. <laughs> uh, worst ending. Oh, worst ending. Californication. Oh, yes. Just a shocker. It's a dream. Patchy, just, yep. Uh, worst internet ripoff show. <laughs> uh, a Friday, tough one. Friday Night Download. What about the one on Channel 9 that lasted only two weeks? Whatever that was called. Eye camera or something. Well, that had the, that had the good grace or... to die. Friday Night Download just kept going. <laughs> worst hidden camera show. <laughs> surprise, surprise, gotcha. Oh. How the hell did that get on our air? Uh, worst, worst, worst chat show? The Nation. Catch up. Yes. Really? See, yeah. I never saw the I never saw the catch up, but uh, Nation was terrible. And I've got worst performance in anything. A late call, Kylie Minogue, Doctor Who Christmas special. Oh, really? She was appalling. Playing the uh, the the she stewardess of uh, the Titanic. She cannot act at all. She it was just appalling. And yet they gave her an OBE for it. Exactly. Exactly. Now, should we uh, should we go on to predictions, or should we start to get our uh, should we start to well, get our special guests? Well, no, into we, the we need studio? to we need to do predictions and quiz. Yep. Ah, oh, okay. <laughs> Just quickly on predictions, I've got uh, Nine will make a critical, if not ratings-based comeback in the mm. second half of the year. Uh, Seven will wonder why it bothered uh, it, it bothered paying all that money for the AFL rights. Yep, because they're just going to ruin it completely. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ten will uh, move popular shows from HD, mm-hmm. so shows that. Game popularity on HD. Into They're going to move them into re- into regular, mm-hmm. and uh, SBS will uh, continue to surprise people with new Australian local content. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I think Channel 10's in big trouble. I mm-hmm. think um, Big Brother's going to flop and die. 
I think uh, Neighbours is on its last legs and they've got no other local production, really. Uh, I, I think it's going to be a tough year for them. I think uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens with the ongoing writers' strike. Yes. And I think that'll have a huge impact uh, on on all of our televisions. And uh, it's not really a prediction, it's a question. I wonder what we'll be saying about local drama this time next year. Because yeah. we're talking about it as a big thing. It'll be interesting to see. Oh, whether from reports, there'll be more. Yeah, yeah. So but it'll be interesting it, to what's going. But is it going to be? Is it going to be wonderful? Is it going to disappoint us will all? It, will is it, it going to disappoint the networks and 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 make them scared to do it again? Is it going to have the uh, the impact say that comedies had? And year? are they going to bring back the surgeon? <laughs> I didn't say it. Quiz. Okay, question three. Which canal? All these going to be about war? No, I got loads of. I got one on tennis. One on the Suez Canal. Loads. Okay, question three. Which canal links the Mediterranean with the Red Sea? Boxcutter. Congratulations. Congratulations to Rob Boxcutter. The answer, of course, was three. Who <laughs> finally won. Rob Boxcutter has, uh, has entered the, uh, the, the quiz every single week, and the randomizer has never picked his name out. This week, pick his name out, correct answers, good on you, Rob. Well the, done, Rob. The answers to Brett's 29 questions were... <laughs> Nick Nick Moore Correct uh, The second question The answer is uh, Yes And the dog at the end of every episode of Family Ties was Ubu, Ubu. Sit Ubu Sit Good dog Good Ruff. dog Hmm. And that's uh, that's the quiz that finishes off the quiz for 2007. Yeah. Thanks very much to Crumpler, Rob. You will be getting a Crumpler thing somehow, sometime, but probably Somewhere. not until we get back from our break. Yes, and uh, I guess that's it for the regular part of the show. We're going to have guests in a minute. Uh, just before we go on to that, I'd, I'd like to say uh, thank you for to uh, Cat Brain and Lindell for their uh, mm. support throughout the Cap year. Cap Brown gets uh, best baking for the year 2007. Yes, yes. And, and they both help with technical support they at different did. times. They Gastric did. support, emotional support, all kinds of support. So th- thanks very much to, uh, to, to them. And also thanks very much to everybody who wrote in and, yes. uh, and uh, participated in the quiz, wrote on the blog, uh, yep. sent us emails to hooray at boxcutters.net. Keep it coming. Keep it coming. Isn't this more kind of pork? But now, well, let's, let's get, get ready to rumble. This is Marie Cardi, and you are listening to that fluffy white cloud of goodness, box cutters. <laughs> Stick it in the fire and eat it. <laughs> Almost two and a half years since that ID was recorded. Really? Really. Welcome, Glory Marie Cardi, to uh, Special Edition Bravo. And, Hello, and, men of cutters. And possibly our last one, because you're going to move up to Sydney. Yes, I am. Insane. I don't know what I was thinking. They have phones in Sydney, though. Do they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll be <laughs> able to call they? in. You'll be able to call in. Yeah, but they're sort of like pink glitter phones and all that kind of stuff with weird aerials coming out of them and really good haircuts. I don't know. So, so what does this mean for, firstly, for your writing, your TV writing? For, uh, back chat. Oh, for Green Guide and no, stuff no, no, like no. that. No, no, no. I was thinking for. Uh, oh, for oh, writing for, television. For writing television. Well, thank. I mean, I thought because you know breakfast radio is pretty punishing hours, and mm-hmm. um, I thought like I'm I'm wanted to cut back a lot of my writing because I'll just be too tired. I'll come home at about ten or eleven and just. As far as I've been told, sit and stare at the wall. Everyone just <laughs> seems to describe it as a permanent state of jet lag. 
So I thought I'd cut down and then I've been telling people, I've cut down. I'm only doing The Green Guide, Frankie, Crikey, New Channel 7 show, an ABC show and a book. <laughs> and then I realise as I'm saying, I'm like, oh, that's probably a lot more than – and the blog and stuff like that. It's a lot more. So there's a couple of jobs that I feel that I sh- probably shouldn't have said yes to but I kind of have now. And um, But I'm doing – yeah, the age is letting me continue Green Guide, which is great. I'm mm-hmm. really wrapped about that. Um and uh, I'm writing for that new Channel 7 show, Pack to the Rafters, which okay. just got the green light, which um, I've been on for – I've written three or four episodes already because they, as they were shooting the pilot, they were sort of pouring money into scripts. So, we're, you know, it's been a good freelance job to do scripts on that. And it's the same people that did Always Greener, who I really like working and so for. It's and so it's a drama about the, the packing union. That, yes, yeah. pretty much. Yeah. And no, being no, a good no, union no. girl it's, myself, it's, so yeah. It's it's about uh, the rafters, as in like Pat Rafter and oh. the other tennis players. It's actually oh. Pat to the rafters. Oh yeah, Pat of to course. The rafters. That'd be amazing. <laughs> the parody shows are voting themselves. <laughs> um, but it's you know it's Gibbo, it's Rebecca Gibney. She's in there, and um, you know I've seen the pilot, and it's good, and uh, you know it's family drama. So seven. I mean, thank God Australian drama's just had a real boost lately. So. And um, and the show that I got the AFC fellowship for, I'm doing that still for the ABC. And so they're the only two television projects that I'm working on. Mm. And the rest of the time, I'll be talking inane banter to and, the and nation's you, youth. Are you still doing uh, book club? Yes, I'll still do book club. It's a bit sad I don't get to because I mean, book club's filmed in Sydney, and Jason Steger, who's the guy from The Age. Um, who's a regular panellist and I used to fly out from Melbourne together and sit on the plane and chew the fat. Now I just have to walk downstairs. It's in the same building <laughs> as Triple J. Which <laughs> is going to be a little bit depressing. No donuts at the airport. Yeah, I know. Oh. Missing out on the free stuff. Mm. So the year in yes. review, Marie Cardi. Do you mean my year or the things generally? Or? Things generally. What did you love on television? What did you love doing Jackie with o. television? I just want more Jackie O. And I'm going to get it next year <laughs> too because of Big Brother, the euthanasia gesture of putting her in as Big Brother because she everything she touches turns to shit. And now they're, they're sticking her in there. I'm very curious to see how the two of them, Kyle and Jackie, because it's so much, so much of their energy is about the two of them and their banter and their whatever the hell they go on about. And, I mean, I, I only found out recently that Stephen Jacobs was originally considered for the host of Big Brother. It was between him and Gretel. Ah. Oh. And the network decided they wanted female energy, which I think worked until she got really jack of the job and looked like she wanted to eat the contestants, which, which happened the last couple of years. Which, for, for me, was uh, one of the most uh, entertaining parts oh, of Big Brother. Oh, she's terrifying, that woman. Oh, when yeah. she gets the shits up, oh, my God. But, um, so I, but for the first bit, I mean, there was some, you know, Things it was really interesting to see. She was a little more delicate because I mean, as much as we all, I mean, obviously laugh at Big Brother. It must be very harrowing. These kids are about twenty. They really don't understand what it's they. All they can see is the fame and the NW hot bodies shoot at the end. That thing of being locked away, and you see all the breakdowns and see them being locked away from their mums and all that kind of stuff. So I thought it was Gretel was a really good choice. So I don't know how. You, you know, don't think, Bib and uh, Bob are going to deal with you that. You don't think Kyle's sensitivity is quite, uh, oh, is quite adjusted God. for that kind of thing. I don't, I don't understand. Why is he on t- I just don't understand him at all, <laughs> the appeal. I mean, Dicko I get. Like, Dicko's the nasty, that idol, the nasty judge. I get that sometimes people need a nasty judge. But to me, Dicko is smart and acerbic and, you know, well, and We saw and with My astute, Restaurant Rules, you know? he was quite a good host. Like, yeah. he, he can hold his own. I think he's just a great bloke. And he comes across as a great bloke. So even when he says stuff to Paulini about, you know, lose a few pounds and all that kind of stuff, 
stuff. You're like, oh, Dicko, you bugger, and he's quite controversial, which you obviously need. But he's got a real heart to him. And Kyle Sandilands, I just don't know his appeal at all. If, if Channel 10 really want to kill Big Brother, though... This is the they, way to do it. Shouldn't they throw to Joe Stanley for special reports? <laughs> oh, do you yeah, think yeah. she's kiss of death? Oh, yeah, yeah well. definitely. Big show killer. But she does so well on the radio. Yeah, but television... TV. She goes on a television show, it's gone. Wow. That's terrible. I really like Joe Stanley. Well, Why are you she's... all being quiet and staring at me? <laughs> just, cause speak up. I think, to speak for myself, we're, uh, I'm surprised that you didn't realise she was kiss of death. No, well, I think you should have learned. I mean, I can't believe that ID was two and a half years old. But, you know, the amount of times I've been on this show, I don't actually know that much about television. <laughs> you know, I'm absolutely bluffing my way through that green guy column every week. And I kind of look at it as I've sort of I've justified it to myself now because I've done the column for about a year and a half, I think. And it's like with the book club and I go on and they're doing, you know, a La Carre or we did a Ruth Rendell for the last, for the Christmas show. These books that everyone that's been on the panel is like, oh, well, I've read about 800 Inspector Wexford novels and I've never read any of them. And I think, no, 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 I'm coming at it with a fresh perspective and I'm looking at the book as its sole entity, you know, as it's, uh, the story should stand on its own. It doesn't matter if you've read all the Lacares or anything like that. So that's how I'm looking at my Green Guy column now, that I come at it not, not being a kind of, you know, box fresh nerd about six feet under and, and all that kind of um, arrested development and can hopefully just view programs on their value. That said, I'd watch Fr- I did Friends for this, my last column. For, <laughs> I'm taking two weeks off now and I did Friends. My God. That hasn't aged very well at all. <laughs> you know, sitcoms generally don't. Well, but then last night I was watching Partridge, Alan Partridge on DVD, and that's just timeless. Get smart. Absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Good ones do age well. The, the, the good ones, the good ones age well, but the popular ones don't don't always age well. I mean, look at Different Strokes, the the most popular show of its time. Was it really? Yeah, it really was. So was the Cosby Show. Do you remember the and Different Strokes um, episode? This I'm sure this is one that everyone talks about. But when they got fiddled, yes. When he and it was it's the guy who ran the bike shop, yeah, uh, and he and his friend, yeah, went were, downstairs, yeah. and they had a very serious voiceover uh, at the end of it. Yeah, if you or somebody you know has been fiddled. They had to come upstairs and talk to the dad or downstairs, whatever, because it was a neighbour. And they stayed off. Am I just making it this was, up now? Is no, it, it was a dream they I were, had. They were working after school. They were they were working at the guy's bike shop. Oh. And he went, oh, you're the best workers I've ever had. Why don't you come down for some cool punch? And Did uh, he fiddle? Did he, you know, grab and wank or anything uh, there like was, that? Uh, there, was, there was an incident off screen. Rub and tug. There was, Who got rubbed and tugged? I bet it wasn't Arnold. I it bet wasn't it was Arnold, the friend. It was the friend. Oh, it's always the friend. <laughs> the wacky friend. This is a, a syndrome. As a television writer and a television watcher, I hate is always the wacky best friend. And for, I always draw it back to um, Reality Bites, a Janine Garofalo, Garofalo, Garofalo yeah. character. Janine Eyebrows. I think she's a spunko, Janine. She's a total fox. And, yeah, she is, um, but not in the West Wing she, because she had the makeup eyebrows. Oh, did she? Yeah, yeah there definitely. you go. You guys are TV nerds. I'm like, well, eyebrows, whatever. But she um, was such a hottie. She was one of the biggest things to watch Larry Sanders Do you remember she went all and weird and skinny? Yes. That's not even Thank like goodness that. she's back. Um, but... Yeah, I mean, her, Winona Ryder's character on Reality Bites is this sort of, you know, vapid kind of sit there. She's really depressed about it. You know, Ethan Hawke. Is that his name? Ethan Hawke. Mm. And then in comes the wacky retro clothes wearing let's all dance in the Seven Eleven best friend with the big funny glasses. And you just want to watch her all the time. And I find that when, you, when you're plotting television, there's a real danger of 
because you don't want to in Australian television they don't want to give their main characters too many faults or too many flaws like David Duchovny's character in Californication is a great character I think because he's so flawed well, and yes. it's like you know the father in Shameless I, th- I think it's very hard to push those characters on Australian television because the networks seem to say no they can't have anything no they can't take drugs not if there is a hero so then you end up having this sort of hero who sort of blandly goes around bumping into furniture and having all kinds of hijinks with this crazy cast of friends who get up to all the things that he should be getting up to so I really like that I mean if anything this year Californication I think was just it was a really good show did you see the last episode no I didn't well that's why you think it's a good show oh really <laughs> yeah but it's that wasn't the last forever oh was it all it wasn't all a dream but it was just well, such we'll a find ter- out in series two oh, that it was good. a dream such a terrible no, no, what, nobody else thinks it's it's a dream, just Brett. Yeah. Ah. Ah. Brett and the entire viewership of The Wedge, <laughs> which is Brett. Yeah, okay, I see. But, I mean, you know, he was a great character. I mean, I think he was getting a blowjob from a nun in the very first episode, yeah, yeah. and I thought, that's the way to start a drama, you know? <laughs> Try and do that. In Last Man Standing, we had someone come in a virgin's eye, which I thought was really good, and I'm like, groundbreaking, I'm groundbreaking Australian television. <laughs> what but, you um, needed to have was uh, coming in the Virgin Mary's eye. Oh, my God. That would have put us on the map, wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah, that would have got some letters Bowles in. Wouldn't Andrew have been a fan of that? <laughs> would have been fantastic. Absolute fan. Marie, we've got someone else to bring in. Who? It's a mystery. Oh. Hey, this is James Talia, and you're listening to the spot where you can find out everything good, bad, and otherwise on your box. It's the Box Cutters. Which, of course, brings us to James Talley. James, Marik, Marik, James. They did that to me as well. They played my ID just before I came That's on. That's incredibly it's unfair. It's really awkward, I hate hearing it? myself back like that. It's horrible 21st Josh's speech idea. kind of territory. Sorry. Yeah, shit house idea. Well, suck shit, both of you. Oh, Screw dear. you. Well, That's it. We're out of here. Fine. Well. Uh, good. Pleasure to be here. <laughs> which, which of these buttons can I press? <laughs> none, none. Ross, Ross is now Ross is now to my right. He's uh, moved to, uh, to share a microphone I'm with Brett. behind the desk. And, uh, so, so, so we've got the same person on the one microphone Yeah, now. it's confusing. Because everyone thinks you're the same person anyway, yeah. so it's fine. <laughs> James, television, television year, how was it for you? You were away for a lot of it. I, I heart 2017 TV. <laughs> it's been tremendous. Yeah, I was away for a lot of it, and um, that was probably the best place to be. <laughs> that's, this, that's the worst promo, isn't it? That's... The stupidest promo in the history of promos. Oh, there have been worse, surely. I think there have probably been worse. It's just a big change for nine, isn't it? What, being that's all lovey-dovey? Yeah. And not and all just kind like of kicking channel other 10. stations in the nuts. It is like yeah, right. Well, there. that's true. Well, yeah. we can't do that anymore. No. <laughs> Those days are gone. Still the one. Not but, so much. But it is it is very Channel 10 to be that lovey-dovey and, uh, and just doesn't fit Channel 9 very well. But see, this is the thing, isn't it? I think we all have to get used to the idea that the old nine is gone. It's, that's, Stop that's grinning done. while you say that. He was rubbing his hands in glee as well. It was amazing. I'm, I'm just, I'm, well, because I'm, I'm trying to suppress my angst about it with a big oh. grin. Yeah. Uh, it's, you know, telly's not the same anymore and nine's not the same anymore and kind of got to break that down and start over again. And that's really what that promo symbolises, I guess. Not and everyone's going to like it. Not everyone at nine likes it. And the year in news coverage? Um, well, I haven't seen a lot of it. But no, no, but, but you, you made a lot of it. Oh, I made a little bit of it. There was... Uh, if, you talk, if you classify talking about the Royal Family on the Today Show as making news, then... <laughs> um, it's been an interesting year. You always get a lot of big stories that you can pinpoint that are the kind of standout things in any given year, and everyone sort of compares the coverage of those, and everyone thinks the ABC comes out on top, but, you know, and we're we, thereabouts. We talked about this uh, after the election, but uh, the year as election coverage... 
with you being away for the first time yeah. in, in election coverage, how did you cope with that? Well, not very well. Not very well at all, being an election junkie. I think we discussed at the time that I was kind of waking up every morning in London to find the, the new morning's papers and see what had gone on overnight, just searching for any skerrick of information I could get. It was but, very exciting. I thought it was quite an exciting election. Well, maybe just because I'm a bit of a lefty, so I felt <laughs> like the winds have changed. But, the, you know, just I was just waiting for Kevin to effort up, really. And mm. um, it was such a... I mean, people say it was a very dull campaign, but he, it just felt like he was holding his breath for the whole campaign as well. Well, it was, it was almost stretched out over the entire year. Mm. It was like we were, everybody kept on waiting for the election to be called and so everybody was in election mode anyway. Well, the, and, Yeah, the campaign was, was pretty much on from the time he became leader, as yeah. it was last time from pretty much the day Latham became leader as well. Mm. That, you know, petered out a little T- ahead of time. Though, it, was, it was the first time we saw Channel 7 really enter into the fray. It used to always just be 9 versus ABC. As, uh, as as far as television political coverage goes. Yeah, true. I mean, Seven's always done strong coverage. They've always done everything they have to. But um, but they've never had to do very much. No, that's right. But for example, I guess to see um, Nine not hosting the debate, the campaign debate, or at least not in a frenzied competition with the ABC to see who's the national broadcaster, as Laurie said in the 2004 debate. You know, yes. Welcome to the national broadcaster for the, for the debate. Um to have Sky News hosting it just because the government didn't want to offend Seven by having Nine do it was very different because in the past, who cares about offending Seven? No one's watching them anyway. <laughs> and, uh, and That's not the case anymore. It would have been great if Seven had done it and Koshy could have hosted. He'd be perfect. Yeah. That would have oh, been a sight to see, yeah. A D Koshy voice, Ross. That's, uh, I, I, I don't have a Koshy voice, but he would have said, uh, oh, now let's throw to Kevin Rudd when he meant Howard. <laughs> that's what he was doing the Is whole. That? That's yeah, what he was yeah, doing the whole yeah. election night. He got you know whatever He's he threw to was I wrong. I skipped them on election night. I was really going nine ABC, nine ABC. I didn't even bother looking at seven. See, I, really? I, I would have stuck mm. on channel. I would have stuck on ABC the whole time. But my wife wanted me to see how upset Joe Hockey was. Oh, that was amazing! Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely amazing. I think he just kept saying he was devastated, yeah. and then there'd be the little thing under saying Joe Hockey devastated. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible. And it's, and we also had Bob Hawke on uh, on Sky News just just going. Uh, I've I've had bigger election wins than that. Bob Hawke was great. It was like it was reminiscent of uh, the '93 election when I think Hawke was on nine that year, yes, and was just so pissed off that Keating had actually won that election. You know, he couldn't <laughs> deal with it at all. It was a bit like that. Just still. For Hawkey, it's always going to be about what he's done better than everyone else, yes. even all evidence to the contrary. The, Bless him. The one thing I was a bit devastated by that there was no television coverage of, The Age reported that the, the morning after the election, and they were reporting Howard, you know, going out once again, you know, the ex-Prime Minister goes out. In the end, there was no fanfare, I think, it was the was the beginning of the article. And Bob Ellis was waiting outside, the, waiting for Howard to come out and do his walk. And I think The Age reported him as sort of, you know, gut straining at his white shirt and you could tell he'd just been awake all night waiting to see how it off and then couldn't keep up with him. I'm yeah. dying to see footage of that. Absolutely dying. It was he there any two blocks. Was there any reporting of what he might have said to him when he came out of the gates? No, they didn't say that in the articles. It was really sort of two paras and beautifully done, just saying, you know, big fat. They didn't say big fat drunk bastard, but that's exactly what they meant. <laughs> and then they said, you know, he lasted two blocks before sort of shuffling off, puffing that's heavily. Hilarious. I know, it's fantastic. And you just know, I can just imagine him at the, the party the night before going, I'm going to go and see that bastard off, you know. I don't know what he said if he yelled or just sort of this silent hulking figure just that behind him. That is pretty funny. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, him and a whole lot of other journos before him, I've tried to keep up with Howard on the walk as well. And oh, really? And ashamed to say that... 
you know, he's 35 or more years his junior. No good. He's pretty sprightly, <laughs> little bugger, isn't he? He is. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and just, just lastly, before we bring in our next guest, uh, Channel 9, whole thing with Wynn. We mm-hmm. now control uh, c- control Western Australia and Adelaide, and huge fights there as well. We didn't cover that in the uh, in the main show, but that was a, a large part of Channel Nine's year as well. Yeah, it was, if only because wind accounts for so much of our revenue, I guess. And 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 dropping Kerry Ann would have. Well, dropping Kerry Ann was kind of the shot across the bow, I guess. Yeah, you know, um, I think that'll work out all right. Win, they've got a pretty good track record with doing things on the cheap, but getting good figures. And if that works in WA and South Australia, then. Um, it works to sort of lift our national average it's for, a, for what that's worth. A win for nine, you'd say. Uh, well, if you wanted oh, to. dear, that's as bad as the Luke <laughs> Goss joke you <laughs> made off there. You're going there. Bad strike rate today. I told you it wasn't below me. <laughs> no, you're I right. You. On that note, let's, uh, let's bring in our next guest. Hi, this is Jess McGuire from Defamer Australia and other malarkey. And you're listening to my favourite podcast, Box Cutters. <laughs> Which brings Jess McGuire into the studio. <laughs> Thank you to both of us as well. They're horrible people. Why are we here? James, Marie, let's go. Yeah. Let's go somewhere better. Go for a beer. And thanks to Jess McGuire for coming into Box Cutter's final show of the year. Jess, the year for you, just as a whole, television wise? Um, Television wise, I watched more than I did the year before, which was great because, you know, I actually saw some Big Brother this year. And I wasn't even reporting on it for you, <laughs> as opposed to the year before where I didn't, and I was. Um, it, look, it was all right. I think it it ended on. Um, I didn't. I didn't like that. Big Brother's now going to go next year. To we've talked about it, have you? Yeah. yeah. So I told you I'd come in and cover all the things we, that you wanted to say before you came oh, in. We can get your opinion on it though. Just cut it. Tip punch. <laughs> <laughs> We didn't have sound effects, so I just kind of throw it in. I know I liked I liked TV this year. I got into a lot of new different shows like Californication and stuff like that. Was that is that lame to say that? No. Did you just no, snag it off? I hate you. Did you I see the last? Go one? really? Did, did you see the last episode of Californication? Yes, I did. Because Marie hasn't thought. and and oh. thought it was and thought it was fantastic. Yeah, the last episode kind of did make you go a bit. Oh. What happened in the end? Oh, dude, no, I'm not. No, no, no! Like, no, not as a spoiler for Marie. Just Brett, because, do, do you think was it was a dream? dream? Yeah, it was. Patrick Ewing walked out of the shower. Patrick <laughs> <laughs> Duffy walked out of the shower, and David Duchovny was like, "Thank God, my writer's block is gone. Make man love to me." It was, it was amazing. It was a twist not, that I was not expecting. Not your dream, oh. Jess. Was was it a dream within the show? Ah, uh, because uh, it is coming back for a second series. <laughs> it is. I don't know how they're going to do it though. It was all a dream. No, no, they wouldn't do that, would they? You can't start they have, off with a nun blowjob they, and they had all a dream. two <laughs> other distinct dream sequences in the final yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah, distinct dream sequences. This yes. one wasn't a yeah. distinct dream no, sequence. No, this was... What this is, it's just the season break doesn't give you the reveal. No, it wasn't mm. a dream. That's true, Brett. It's a show that it's a show that had no problems with reveal. Yeah. It was it was such a ridiculous ending that there was no way that that in reality could have happened. Remember when that cheek jizzed on the fat guy's face? That was toss. Yeah. <laughs> we talk about that kind of stuff. Well, this highbrow reveal dream sequence just to season's break stuff is pretty much over my head. But did you watch? Did you watch the Channel Ten broadcast of that, or did you uh, download? And get, you know I can't download. Full... That's illegal. Have you, have you seen the full uh, female ejaculation uh, scene? Not on Californication, no. There's there's a lot more there that Channel 10 cut out. Really? Yeah. What else did she have to give? (laughs) 
and a ping pong. <laughs> a small Lithuanian child. <laughs> Great. Well, they really are breaking down televisual boundaries. I like it. Does, does it being a dream make it any more acceptable to Mr. Black? No, no. But oh, yeah, he got his knickers in a twist, he did. didn't he? And there was a whole lot of tambourine bangers who would sit outside Channel 10 and pray for them. Yeah, but I just Mr. Black. was just upset because it just made him feel like he might have been a bit inadequate with Mrs. Black. That's what I think. Is that... Is that... What? He was upset about all the female orgasms. I don't think box cutters have lawyers. Yeah. They didn't fucking need some. You do it up the bum. Mr. Black. The what? views of Jess McGuire. And I've spent. Thank you. The Enjoy your lawsuits, boys. Thanks not, for keeping uh, me waiting. Uh, my name is Frank Valdetti. <laughs> Uh, no, good one. Thanks, Jenny. <laughs> Speechless. Good point there as well. This is Speechless. why you had to be last in. Really? That's seriously it? So, um... <laughs> so, Sorry. So you're not, looking, you're not uh, seeing good things for Big Brother next year with the new hosting combination? Are you, are you seeing reality TV uh, even surviving uh, beyond next year? I don't know. I just actually just read that Serbian Big Brother's been cancelled when three of its... <laughs> I know. <laughs> He's no god. <laughs> What's going to happen to Vloska? <laughs> Didn't win. Three of them died in a car crash. That's what it takes to get the series cancelled. Three of the ex-housemates from that year, from this year, have just died in a car crash, so they've just cancelled the series. Oh, that's fair enough. No, why does that mean they should cancel it? That's got nothing to do with the show. Did they, did they die on the show? What, no, what they were they weren't doing in the car. In, no, they're in the big brother house. They'd been evicted. It's like it's like when you know an intruder goes wild after they get evicted, and then they in the press, but they're not actually still in the show. But it's that season, so it's still relevant. Oh. The golf cart taking them from the house to the studio. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> now that would be good television. Be if they killed three of them. <laughs> if it would just be like the the cockiest one in there, and then Kyle and Jackie O were on the back of the oh, golf cart, awesome. gold. Any season, any season, if you could get your pick of three housemates to kill with yeah, a golf cart, that would be the that, that would, would be, be the greatest twist in Big Brother. This year, Big Brother wants you to choose which housemates die. <laughs> that would be amazing. Text one nine. Aren't they doing next year? You got to find the housemates on the internet as well. We miss. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And all ex-housemates have like put up videos. It's really sad. Who? Vesna, oh. Paul. Speaking, Paul. Speaking. Paul, remember of Paul that made Merlin cry? Oh. Speaking of ex-housemates, we've uh, we've got one on the phone. Should we bring him in? Tom Elliott here from a variety of different media organisations. Three Triple R, Three AW, Channel Seven. Mornings with Kerry Ann. Inside business on a Sunday with Alan Kohler. I like to spread myself around, and so should you. Listen to the box cutters on the internet or any other media you can find them. I think it's educational. I think it's fascinating. I think you might even learn something you didn't know before. Listen to the box cutters. I always do. Tom Elliott, welcome to the uh, last box cutters for the year. I've just uh, surprised Marie and Jess by uh, telling them uh, that you were a former housemate on Big Brother. So uh, they're a bit shocked at that. Yes, well, Josh, that's as much as a surprise to me as it is Hello to all of you. I got a shock there to hear my own voice when I wasn't too tank. Welcome to our world, buddy. To us, it's horrible. It's a rite of passage on box cutters. But Tom, we loved your work in the diary room. That was a that was particularly good back when you were on Big Brother. Yes, I don't quite know where you're going with this, but if I've got a doppelganger that has been on Big Brother, I feel. Your solo dancing doona got a round of applause from me, amongst other things. Now, Tom, how have you... Uh, <laughs> see, silence. silence. You've got to tell Tom I'm who's sorry, here. I'm sorry, the reception. I'm, I would you believe I'm on the Blair Gary foreshore at the moment, watching 
half of Melbourne sweltering under the tea trees and canopies on the sides of, uh, uh, well, ill-assorted caravans. That's not a pretty... <laughs> Poetic, though. We, well, we all love a bit of sport, Tom. No, you want to talk about a bit of sport? No, I thought, I thought you were watching that as sport. Well... Would you call this sport, watching people playing cricket in amongst caravans and mobile homes? No, no, no I thought you were watching them sweltering. Well, they are sweltering. <laughs> be a nice change up. for 2020, though, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> now, we've also, as, as well as uh, Marie and Jess, we've also got James Talia in the studio. That's Don't someone that was good, Tom. Yeah. That was good. <laughs> Hi, Tom. Have you guys had a falling out? Yeah, we have. Oh, we have. No, Never no, met. Don't like you. <laughs> So how have, uh, how have you seen the 2007 television year, Tom? Sorry, how was my television year? That's right. How have you seen the year? Well, I've seen it through the uh, rectangular screen like many other people have. But uh, for me, the, the, the biggest issue was really going back a year, at the start of uh, January, when both 9 and 7, their respective owners, decided to sell their station to uh, private equity interests. And I think we're still seeing... <laughs> oh, that's uh, bloody hell! Yeah. Packer, their power knows no it's bounds. A conspiracy. Cut him. To, uh, I, I should say, Tom is uh, in the middle of uh, country Victoria, uh, where Glengarry. clearly. Blair Gary. My parents are in Blair Gary. Well, maybe he maybe can use their phone. Maybe they just crash tackled him to the ground. Or <laughs> <something>. <laughs> Don't say hello to Marie. Good night. <laughs> it was as though he was on a train. Yeah, it's yeah. usually yeah. you that has that problem. Exactly. Should I try to get him back? All right. Do it. And uh, Idol? Oh. Oh, oh. Idol this year? I did a little bit, but not oh. that much. I saw Natalie Gouchy climb up on the piano during Boys in Town, but I don't understand the purpose of her album because I feel like other than the original song, which you wouldn't buy unless you were an idiot, <laughs> other than that, <laughs> would you not buy the songs by the original artists? Would she put out an album? Yeah, it's like, it's like, you know, it's like memories of Idol. Like all the songs she performed that you loved her doing. That's her album. Yeah, and the one song I reckon. Aren't, aren't, aren't all Idol people doing that? I mean um, Guy Sebastian's doing a, a whole... Just been yeah, over Memphis. He's earned that. He's earned that. He had the Channel girl. 10 ad there. His little hands would go. Yeah. Like, all I want is you or whatever. God, that's a great song. <laughs> yeah, classic. And Elevator Love featuring... What's going on with Anthony Kalia's new one? haircut? Oh, I don't know. He's a gay now. Oh, he's <laughs> 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 a gay. Okay. Explain it. I love that Anthony getting linked with um, Anthony Kalia made Tim Campbell come out as well. I like that. Yeah, that was a good moment. We've got Tom Elliott back. Oh, thank God. (laughs) He uh, he has four or five bars now. Oh God! Excellent. I've got a deep voice, but not that sexy. (laughs) That can be taken a variety of ways. I'm sorry about that interruption. Shall I go on with what I was saying? Yeah, yeah. Please, you you were talking about uh, nine and seven, both uh, selling out to uh, private interests. Yeah, well, I think, I think that what's happened is, I know particularly with Channel 9, there's been a great deal of cost-cutting, and of course we're seeing, uh, some would say, the abandonment of small history with the uh, studios, both the Willoughby and, of course, it's uh, Bendigo Street, Richmond, are currently on the market for housing developments. It'll be interesting at the Willoughby studios to see what people think about living under a 50-metre transmission tower. But um, I think with that has come probably an increased reliance on um, uh, you know, reality TV shows, because they're a lot cheaper to produce. Yeah, having said that, Channel 7, I think, did quite well with uh, shows like uh, City Homicide, for example, uh, which I think was local drama, which was expensive, but done quite well. But, but I think, uh, unfortunately, we're going to see more and more reliance on, on reality TV as a way of uh, filling out the, um, the sort of local content quotas, and I think that's unfortunate. Well, but, but I also know that one of your favourite shows on television at the moment is National Bingo Night. 
Yeah, that's right. Well, of course, one of the great leaps forward this year has been the development of many new exciting game formats. <laughs> Bingo Night being amongst them. Of course, uh, Eddie Maguire, the man who's highly paid but not exactly with a real job at the moment. <laughs> he, uh, My dream. <laughs> it's a dream, isn't it? I don't know what he's done to get there. Now, I understand that um, you know, 1v100 and uh, Millionaire are probably not coming back next year, so that should pave the way for some more new gaming formats to be introduced on Channel 9 during 2008. Like Connect 4, do you think? <laughs> Sorry, like what? Connect 4, hosted by Andrew G. Connect 4, or has anybody experimented with the idea of Battleship? Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't that be amazing? Tony Barber was saying, you've sunk her Battleship. Washer well, and, lo- and dryer. What I love about this idea is that Ian McFadden will be going, and I thought Cluedo was going to work. It I did work. I remember Cluedo. When did Cluedo not work? It was fascinating. <laughs> I tuned in constantly. Well, you had Cluedo. Wasn't, it, wasn't there once an attempt to actually make it into a movie? with uh, Colonel Mustard and, and, and real characters playing the part. It, it was made into a movie. Yeah, it was made into a movie called Clue. Yeah, that was a great, it was great movie. It was a great movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it had the... Uh, Let's watch it! <laughs> right now! <laughs> Tom, Tom, this is James. I, I want to get your opinion on whether or not uh, with, with Nine's production slate for next year vastly increased on what we've seen for the past couple of years. Do you think they've finally figured out that they probably need to put shows on television? And do you think it's going to work? Uh, well, I think the idea of putting shows on television will work, because in the absence of them, um, you will struggle to retain viewers. Yeah, it's difficult. Um, <laughs> um, look, I understand, uh, and again, I had a conversation with a couple of people at Channel 9 just before Christmas, there, there has been a belated recognition by the private equity owners that if they don't invest in programming, you know, they'll, they'll continue to slide in the ratings. And of course, that was the other big thing we saw in 2007 was nine for about three quarters of the year trying to say they're still number one and then having to change all their station IDs because they definitely weren't number one anymore. Um, but yeah, I think they believe now that they have to invest in programs. But of course, saying on one hand that you invest in programs and then actually knowing which ones to pick is, 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 is a different thing. And um, actually one of the people I was speaking to was Lavinia Nixon about this. Of course, she's the, the temptress of temptation, as, uh, as I call her. <laughs> said we could look forward to an exciting year of new programming on Channel 9. Yeah, that's what they told her to say, right? Yeah. Well, <laughs> I couldn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> well, Tom, we'll, uh, we'll let you get back to your uh, outdoor cricket in, in Blairgowrie. But thanks yeah, so much for playing, calling us we're back. Playing, we're playing French-style cricket at the moment, so none of us can be trusted. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's where someone throws the ball at you and you just run away instantly, isn't it? <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> thanks so much, Tom. You have a great new year. Alright, same to you guys. Good to see you. Bye, Tom. Bye, Tom. Bye, James. Oh, bye. He meant to say Jess. He got confused. He did. You're a funny, crazy bugger. Hey, um, when I cast my pod, it's with the box cutters in mind. Box cutters. Pod. Cast. Done. Pork is on the table. That made me is he going to be on now? <laughs> That's how it works, isn't it? <laughs> you embarrass someone by playing their ID and then just bring them through the door. We would love to bring Brian through the door, but I he's, bet not, you would. he's not here. He's not here. He's, well, he hasn't been as regular a box cutter as, as any of you three. Uh, and work team, <laughs> work guys. <laughs> That's just the accolade I was looking for at this end of the year. <laughs> it's, yeah, well, you've all come for the box cutter of the year awards. <gasps> I'm not going to know their awards. <laughs> no, you are. You're going to. You've done really well. Is it like the TV Wheat Logie Awards? <laughs> Very similar. <laughs> My mum might have voted the fuck. <laughs> <laughs>
And, Cut uh, those coupons, Rosie. <laughs> and in true box cutter style, you're all winners. No. That's so lame. No, oh, come on, we're all competitive. I want a car. No, yeah. You all get prizes. I want a oh, shit great. gold statue Whoa. thing. Shit right. golden statue thing. It's called a Logie, and you'll respect it. Okay. Oh, you oh, get prizes. Everyone gets a prize. Hang on, there's only two. Lo- <laughs> <laughs> really not everyone gets a prize. One of us gets shafted. <laughs> Is this I've a new got, game show? I've only got two hands. Oh. oh. Everyone, everyone gets a Who lovely bottle of white wine. Ladies, you can decide. Oh, oh, really, yeah. whatever you want to do. You know, this is all going down really well on the video podcast. Yeah, well. can see exactly what's going everyone's on. Everyone's got me a, a lovely bottle of white wine. Just to thank you so much for, oh, for being a big part thanks. of Box Cutters. Pleasure, Josh. Thank you. It uh, it, it means a lot to us that uh, people respect television or don't respect television, as the case may be. Why are you looking and, at uh, me? <laughs> I was actually I trying respect to, television. I was actually no, trying you're looking to look at Jess, Jess through me. I'm walking. <laughs> Once again, Marie, you're in my way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's too much truth to that. And, uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> she's my friend. Are yeah, you? I'm her friend. Yeah, she, she's, she's, now, she's now until showgirl style. You mm. push her down the stairs and take her take her role with so feathers and everything. What are you going to do? You're going to take over a Triple J by like, pushing me down the stairs. It's like a lot of effort. Yeah, <laughs> I'll probably just do great, like, little two-minute sort of... Yeah. And then I don't really have to funny. get up early. Yeah. She wrote it on her blog, but no one reads it as much as yours, so... Oh. <gasps> I was actually hoping you would open the wine by now so that you could just be drunk and fight each other. I don't like this. You know what? <laughs> I've got many other podcasts that I choose to subscribe to. What a waste of time and bandwidth. Fuck you. Say something else about Mr. Black. Oh. <laughs> no, really, th- thank you so much, uh, all of you, for, for being a... No, really, thank you. Really? Eats thank his own cum. <laughs> <laughs> Loves it. Who doesn't, though? <laughs> Mr. Black. It's cum. Yeah. <laughs> For being part of Box Cutters in 2007, really, Check thank you. mate. <laughs> yeah, no, there's, uh, there's, there's nothing I can add to that. No, so th- th- thanks to, to all of you for, for being a part of it. It's uh, meant a lot to us to have uh, someone else come in and tell us their views about television. It's been great. Uh, Marique, phones in Sydney. Oh, yes. They, they do have them. Yes. Can Call you... me anytime, you guys. All right. I'm not going to forget right. the little people. Now that I'm working at the ABC, really living the glamour dream. And uh, J- Jess McGuire, you'll have uh, more time for us in 2008? Unlikely after that. Right. <laughs> Finish. Josh, the rest of you guys. Let's hang out. Let's do our own show. I think dead weight. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> and, uh, and James, of course, first Monday of the, of the month. Yeah, well, I'm a permanent chance of unemployment, so I'm just going to hang in there with anyone who wants to talk to me. Yeah, nice, no, nice. No, so you, you know, we, we can't pay any more than one bottle of wine a year. That's going to be good enough. You know? Okay. Thanks very much. And that's uh, that's been Box Cutters, episode Special edition. Take it off. Last episode for 2007. I want to say thanks very much to Crumpler, our giveaway sponsors, who have been very good to us this year. <laughs> thanks also to 3RRR, the greatest yeah! radio station oh, in the yeah, world. For, uh, for <laughs> Setting your contract. That I'm not allowed to say yay to Triple R. Yes, pretty much. For giving us the studios in which we record this podcast each and every week. Until next year, my name is Josh Canal. Oh, I'm Marie Carty. I'm Jess McGuire. I'm James Talia. Ross McQueen and Brett Cropley. I continue to be Brett Cropley. Thanks for listening to Box Cutters the entire year. Catch us again next week for a special. For a special next week. Same bat time, same bat channel. And hey... 
Let's be careful out there.